Brock's Jay and Dunk in for the morning rumble. That was one, despite the outcome, one hell of a game of rugby league. Great game of rugby league. Origin, yeah, I had the double screens going. It was Queensland were up 8-2 and India were 5 for 3 and I was just like, what is going on? I am in sporting heaven. This is amazing. So it was a great start at that point, but yeah, New South Wales, eh? Got to hand it to them. It was a great game. I obviously whipped the boys home from the couch and uh, couldn't listen, quite get them across the line. Listen to Jay. Hasn't slept. <laughs> I love me a sports bender. <laughs> Jay and Dunk. The Rock. He tries, he can't do it. It's a little touches there. It is, it is, it's over. It's over. Latham takes the catch. What a performance from New Zealand to defend 239 and do it by 18 runs and blow this tournament wide apart. Ross Taylor, how good. Well, there he is. <laughs> yeah. Mate. Jeepers creepers. <laughs> I'd hate to be your first beer. Oh, mate, I haven't even had one. I'm getting a bit too old, mate. I don't, uh, the old alcohol just makes me a bit stiff, so I've got to be ready. Is that why you only managed to uh, squeeze in 74 and get caught short, mate? If, you'd, uh, <laughs> if you maybe put down a couple of quarter packs, you might have been able to sneak yeah. in and get a few more. Yeah, when you're uh, 35 and you think you're 25, that's what happens. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, uh, obviously the right, res- the right result and um, just a fantastic effort all around. There's some great contributions throughout the whole team and, uh, you know, we believed in ourselves and, uh, you know, hopefully we did New Zealand proud. Beyond proud. Yeah, that was the gnarliest first few overs of a cricket game I think I've ever seen. You just got you guys were just plucking them off one by one. Yeah, and they're not, not as if they were um, bad batters either. We've got number one and number two um, ODI ranked batters in the world and, uh, you know, the way Henners and Bolty Bolt um, you know, set the tone. It still hasn't really sunk in, to be fair. Well, I was whipping you home, hence the reason why my voice is absolutely shot to pieces. <laughs> She's pretty hard yards, finishing up at 2 o'clock and then getting up at 4, but well worth it. It was great stuff. <laughs> what did uh, what did Kane and uh, the coaching staff say in the sheds before you guys hit the field to field? Uh, well, it was such a strange game. Obviously, a one-day game played over two Two days. I don't think that's uh, ever happened. But um, <laughs> we wanted to get to 240. That was what uh, we talked about when I was batting with Kane. Uh, and if we got somewhere close to that, that we knew we'd be um, a competitive total. It wasn't the easiest wicket, but we also knew we needed some early wickets to put this in there. You know, very good in the batting lineup under some pressure. Um, but no, I thought we fielded outstandingly well. Jimmy Nisham's catch, um, Martin Gupta's run out. I think uh, going to be on the highlight reel for for a long time to come. They're calling it already the redemption run out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, obviously Gup hasn't scored as many runs as he would have liked, but we talked about it. The, the coaching staff said to him, you know, go out there and do something brilliant, and I thought he did that. And Hopefully he can take the confidence of that run out uh, into, the, into the final. Can you feel the collective crushing of 1.2 billion souls in India? <laughs> well, I think, um, you know, a lot of those, you could just see it in the, um, in the fans. Um, you know, cricket's their religion. Um, you know, that's their, main, that's their main sport, and they go mad over it. Um, we probably don't know to the, exact, the extent of how crazy they are until you get over there. You know, I'm sure they'll be hurting, but uh, yeah, they're a world-class team, and I'm sure they'll bounce back uh, ta- very soon. Ross Taylor on the phone uh, right now. If you just tuned in, I tell you um, who's not hurting, and that's uh, every single Black Caps IPL stocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's definitely run out. So there is no stock. Um, you know the boys. Uh, you know they deserve all the accolades they get. And um, you know, as I said, 
just enjoy the moment, but, uh, you know, we've got to front up again. How do the next few days look for you guys in the lead-up to Sunday night, our time? I think 9 o'clock we get coverage. I think it's going to be free on Prime too, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I, we bust to London, day off tomorrow, and have two trainings leading into it. Uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see who wins tomorrow. Whether I'm sure Australia won't want the home changer in the Lords, and, and obviously if England are there, they'll, they'll take it. So we'll just have to wait and see. As I said, the story hasn't really sunk in yet. Oh, did you um, did you manage to bring the family over with you as well? It does look like there's a bit of a travelling crash going on at the moment with the Black Caps. Yeah, my um, I'm just about after I finish with you guys, I'm going to ring the travel agent, and um, my family are going to come over. Uh, you know, it's not often you make a World Cup final. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, it is. So, so the kids, well, it's school holidays as well, so it's a bit easier to pull them out of school and not having to report to the principal. <laughs> So, um, I think they'd let it slide, Ross. Yeah. I think they'd let it slide somehow. They should be cool with it. Uh, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But uh, no, we'll, as I said, we'll, um, once you're finished, so I better get the, get the family on a plane and uh, I guess they'll be flying out tonight. New Zealand time sometime. On behalf of New Zealand, Ross Taylor, um, thank the rest of the boys for one hell of a um, game. It was enjoyable watching. Um, productivity will be through the bottom uh, at work today for most New Zealanders, but well worth it. <laughs> yeah, that's me in a nutshell uh, pretty much. For all those listeners who only have one coffee a day, they should go to two or three. You'll be right. <laughs> it's all worth it. Um, best of luck for the final. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll chat to you again uh, either before or after. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Semi-final winning Ross Taylor, you bloody beauty. Now they've got to push for two. Who's going to cover the keeper's stunts? They're going to go. Got to get up there. So many of those big moments. Straight up, straight up. Williamson again. Biggest moment. Got it, got it. Jadeja is on his way in New Zealand. Have broken the partnership. Jay and Dunk. The Rock. Right now, though, if you're in a relationship and you would like to get out of that relationship, um, Jay, courtesy of one of the, his mates, has got potentially the easiest way to just get yourself on out of there because you can get messy. Oh, it's, yeah. it's not actually that advisable if you're trying to get out of a relationship just to send a text. I mean, people frown upon that. Yeah. This well, is uh, this is some sage advice from our good friend Richie, and he, not Richie McCaw, just FYI, uh, he... He doesn't ever want to look like the bad guy by, you know, so if he's not who, into a chick. Who does? He does. Just be honest, though. Like. Yeah, he, so he's come up and devised a cunning plan, whereas if you do something that is that grim, the girl then decides to leave you, then it's just not your fault. You know, like, you can just walk away from it. Just, you know, it just didn't work hey, out. Like, oh, it was great. It was really nice, but it had a fart problem. This is what he does. So when he's in the throes of making love, mm. uh, just as he's getting into his work and about to finish up, he, he goes from the, the usual pants and, and whimpering, <laughs> that's what people do, and switches into... Apparently. <laughs> no, it's good to know. Switches into, his old mate, the mad butcher. And he just rips out a mad butcher, pure pork sausages. And doesn't say sausages probably, sausages. Only five ninety nine a kilo. And that's how he finishes up and then says that it's some weird Tourette thing. And he said nine times out of ten, a chick will just be like, hey, I'm good. You know, we had fun. The, uh, yeah, the mad butcher thing's put me off. Yeah. I mean, I love sausages, but not that much. So if you're in a relationship that you don't want to be in, you're all mate the mad butcher. He can get you out of it just as you're finishing up. We're about <laughs> the latest specials. You would have heard them today at some stage. <laughs> 5 99 a kilo. There you go. 5 99 a kilo. Jesus is strange, human. He is. But he's, he said... Not they, a bad hit, right? 
he bails out of it, and he looks like the good guy, just slightly weird. And he's cool with being weird. He just doesn't want us to be seen as, as the bad guy. Jeez, that's good. Oh, well, there you go. Take Thanks. that into your weekend. Bit of food for thought. Jay and Dunk. The Rock. Paul Martin from Devilskin joins us on the phone. Uh, Devilskin, now officially a decade old. How weird does that sound? Yeah, it does sound weird, but oh, I'm used to weird things in my life. But, um, yeah, it doesn't <laughs> take long for 10 years to flip past, does it? You know, when you're having fun. Let's wind back the clock a bit, Paul. Take us back 10 years. How did it all come about? So bring us back to the uh, beginning. Well, I mean, we were all playing in different bands and we're all big fans of each other's bands. And I, I was probably the biggest Slipping Tongue fan ever, you know, and that was Jenny's original band from, from Rua. And so when that fell over and, and she was, I found out she wasn't doing anything, we sort of stalked her hard out for a little while. And now when I ended up calling her and, and talking into a, a rehearsal, she goes, no, OK, but I don't want to, like, do gigs or go out of town if we do do gigs or anything like that. And I was like, no, no, sweet. I'm only going to play bass for the first rehearsal, too, because I'm a guitarist. But, yeah, here we are 10 years later and been around the world four or five times and um, <laughs> got, got Jenny out of her comfort zone. And, yeah, here we go. Paul Martin, very persuasive. <laughs> now, yeah. You know you're going all right because I was reading through the press uh, that got um, sent to us this morning uh, when you can rattle off bands like this that you guys have been lucky enough to share the stage with uh, Hailstorm, Motley Crue, Disturbed, Corn, Five Finger, Death Punch, Alice Cooper, Airborne and Slash as well. What's your, yeah. fa- what's your standout of all of those? Uh, I'd have to say Hailstorm just because we spent a month on tour with them in Europe and, you know, the shows were amazing. All the shows were sold out, so we're playing the big audiences and they were just such lovely people to hang with. You know, same with Slash, him and his crew were amazing to us. Man, we've enjoyed, I've enjoyed every minute of it. I couldn't pick a, I couldn't pick a highlight, to be honest. We interviewed uh, Lizzie from Hailstorm no, not too long ago, beginning of the year maybe. She definitely reciprocated that. She's, they are very big fans of yours. So getting that international sort of recognition from those bands must be kind of nice as well, just to sort of justify yourself in the scheme of things. Oh, 100%, man. You know, to, to hear that Splash personally picked us to, to open for them, man, stuff like that, man. It just, well, knocks your socks off, you know. 18-year-old Paul Martin will be... Catching just being like, bruh, you don't know what's going to happen later on. It's going to get real good. We had no idea what was going on 18-year-old me, I tell you. <laughs> uh, just to go through, two number one albums, gold and platinum, two awards, and over 20 million streams around the world. Few people know about you. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it really is. I mean, you know, in this tour through Europe with Hailstorm, the Hailstorm fans have seen our name on the poster. They Googled us, and so we get there, and they, uh, heaps of them knew our music already, so we sold a crap load of merch and T-shirts and CDs and stuff, and they were all asking us when we're getting back to Europe, and, and you know, it's got to be a priority for us. I actually, bugger them. How, when are you going to be getting around New Zealand? <laughs> Can't wait, man. October, yes. I mean, you know, 10 years, like you say, it's, it's, a, it's a hell of a feat. To the birthday party. Last time we. Oh, can I say a personal thanks as well for the donation that you guys gave to Bryce's bowling attempt for I Am Hope? Yes. Um, um, James Southgate, uh, we had a quick chat to him on, on the radio, who's your manager, and we almost, almost got out of him um, when the new record is going to be. But he didn't tell right. us. He just, he, I could see the tongue go to the front of his teeth and it just stopped. I reckon he was about maybe a half second away from spilling the beans. Yeah, that'd be the end of his job, wouldn't it? No. <laughs> Who the hell is him on radio, for God's sake? <laughs> no, he, he, was, he was keen as. He was very quick to sit down. But that um, sure. does mean, because I, I saw in your Instagram account uh, that you guys have finished up recording the album and it will, there is new music on the way. So uh, Devilskin fans will be hanging out for that. And obviously you're not going to let it slip when it's coming, but it is coming. 
Well, we don't actually know when it's going to be honest. We're still tweaking a few little things, and, and we're not going to release it until we are 100%, you know, happy with it. So, yeah, a few little tweaks. The, the songs, we think, well, the four of us think that we've done our best work so far, you know, our best writing so far. These songs are really exciting. We're really pumped. There's some super heavy stuff in there. There's some mellow stuff. There's, there's a bit of everything. And, you know, these songs have meant a lot to us. So, we, you know, we take our time to make sure we do it right and people hear them for the first time and go, wow. Hey, one yeah, more question before you go, Paul. Uh, have you got another 10 left in there, do you reckon? Another 10? Yeah. Easy. Easy, Easy man. Easy. Loves it. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> oh, Paul Martin from Devil's Good. Appreciate your work, mate. And that's exciting stuff. And best of luck for the tour and the new album. Bitcoin. Thanks very much, guys. Cheers. Jay and Dunk. In the middle of I Want It All, um, we've got a little bit of a challenge on our hands each day to try and find the best or most interesting story on the internet. Uh, My headline was, Man finds football filled with concrete and playing field along with cruel note. And Jase? Gremlin takes apart jet engine at 10,000 feet, terrifies passengers by throwing spinner into the engine fan. You've actually won this one. I think people just want to know what the Gremlin is. What is it? I've seen the movie. They're not real. Well, probably a bit of clickbait there. I'm not going to lie to you. Basically, a flight was travelling from Atlanta to Baltimore, Delta Airlines flight. And you know the jet engines, if you've been on a plane, you can sit there and inside the turbine within the engine is a nose cone that sticks out in the centre. Mm-hmm. That thing basically broke off and was just getting chewed up in the engine turbine. This guy that was sitting in the window seat filmed the whole thing. Oh, so my spin, gosh. A, spin around and park at 10,000 feet. Not what you want to be looking out the window and seeing is the engine eating itself on your plane when you're 10,000 feet in the air. Apparently, old mate sent us a little bit of audio of what that sounded like from the inside of the plane. Yeah, it's a bit louder than normal. (laughs) Is it true? And I don't know if this is like an old wives' tale, but, you know, on uh, big planes, four jet engines, they can still land with just one? Pretty sure they can, yeah. Yeah, so that could have happened two more times. What are they complaining about? What (laughs) what pussies? <laughs> the Rocks, Jay and Dunk. Well, we've got National Rib Day happening today. It continues next with your chance to get a rack of ribs. Cheers to the Wichita Packing Company in Chicago. They've travelled a long way to make it their way into your barbecue. One person that won't be wanting those is Mel. Why no, are you, why are you like vegetarian? Meat. So I only used to eat chicken until I went to a barbecue and my friend, well, he didn't really cook the chicken properly. He went home that night and he was getting spooned by his partner. She was felt sorry for him and she, he shouted all over her. <laughs> so I can't eat chicken after that story. And I can't spoon after that story either. From fear of being shat on. Yeah. So that's done it for me. No that, more meat. That's the first explanation I've heard from a vegetarian as wow. to why, you know, the, the sharting explanation. Yeah. That's a new one. Yeah, normally sharting. it's like cruelty to animals or, you know, I had a There's pet a lamb when that. I was younger. But No, it's all about the sharting. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> the old medium raw chicken. That is amazing. Yeah. The Rocks, Jay and Duck.